Welcome to the Toxic Confidence Podcast. Oh my God, breaks the mic. <laughs> I am back with Amy, you guys. She's my favorite, so she gets to come on lots. Um, and she's a wealth of knowledge. So today we are going to go into, I feel like, the most talked about topic on Instagram right now, TikTok, everywhere, which is masculine energy versus feminine energy and also like the roles that men are expected to have the roles that females are expected to have and also like the under non-properly used term for like toxic masculinity and also like toxic feminism you know and also like just how to be very confident and comfortable like in a relationship and also being okay with wanting something different than someone else again the point of this podcast is to make you feel more confident or like have that great feeling after you've listened to it and just be like have good takeaways you know and uh, Amy and I were talking about this earlier and it's like we have like built in our heads because not even like what we want but like what's like everything is like trending like what we want to see in a relationship you know and what is expected and that like almost the thing that like actually irks me the most is that like women think now that like because that high value man standard has come up so much that like, and it's been very well sought out that like men can, if they provide you a completely perfect life and you don't have to do anything, they're allowed to sleep around and whatever. And there's lots of women that think that, that are like sitting here being like, am I supposed to just like let my man like sleep around? Like you, you are allowed to like, again, like have your own boundaries. And every woman is going to think that a high value man or a high value woman is something completely different. Different. Yeah. The word value is going to be subjective. Like there isn't a one size fits all. Um, and there's so I feel like this is gonna be I feel like this is gonna be so juicy. I feel like we're gonna get canceled. <laughs> oh yeah, we we got enough to talk about, I'm sure. Um but yeah, the I don't love the terminology, the high value man, the high value value woman. I don't love the terminology simply because it um perpetuates this idea that there there is just this one desirable um you know, male and one desirable female. And that's, it's just simply not the case. Yeah. I think it's almost made like, um, who you are, like unachievable, you know what I mean? Like, you'll like be like, okay, well, a high value man has to have this, 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 and this. And if you don't have that, well then who are you? Guess you aren't one of them, you know? And like, it's actually crazy. Like what, like social media has like projected that to be totally. Um, and you know, I, I heard this term from one of my, like, the professors in university that I respected the most. And he would always say, the pendulum always swings. And it really, really does. Now, okay, I actually only just learned about the terms red pill and blue pill. Um, and I wouldn't even say that I have, like, a strong enough understanding of what either of them is. But I'm going to try to synopsis this. And this is, these are terms that are um, popular in like dialogue amongst men on the internet otherwise referred to this is another new term i learned the manosphere 
Ew, what? Yeah, very strange. So <laughs> the blue pill stuff is apparently this um, narrative that's sort of been pushed where men need to be softer. They need to be more emotional. They need to be more vulnerable. They need to be more in tune with their quote unquote feminine side. So this is this blue pill rhetoric. Then we have the red pill. And this is like more of like the Andrew Tate style stuff. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, you're only a high value man if you do this, 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 and this. And if you do those things, then you can get away with this, 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 this. And the reality is that neither of these things is, is right. Or perfect. Or perfect or even desirable to everyone the the balance is the the beauty is gonna realistically lie somewhere in the middle yeah. of these of these two things but this because the pendulum you know it always swings we go so far to one side where we have these sometimes generations of quote unquote nice guys mm-hmm. and this is something that I that I talk about and you know people get pretty riled up about it but being a nice guy and if you if you know if this isn't a term that you're familiar with i encourage you to google it google nice guy syndrome this is not me talking about a man who is kind or like thoughtful or respectful okay this is a this is um people that men that use this this quote-unquote niceness actually as manipulation yes and most of these men are completely disconnected from their masculine energy and so that's when we have this kind of other side come in of like this <sighs> high value man whatever the hell that even means where you have to be be and have all of these attributes and none of none these of the attributes others. over yeah. here um and when we're talking about masculine energy and feminine energy we are talking about something that is so much bigger than like a list of attributes right and on this on the same pendulum we have you know, when we're talking about the feminine, we have this, the soft, the sweet, the nurturing, the agreeable, you know, kind of like this little, the, a nice girl, mm-hmm. right? And then we have the bitch, the boss babe, the, um, you know, hustler, and we need balance between these things as well. Um, and the, the problems arise, like, in our society, in our relationships, when we have an imbalance of this. And there's, like you said before, there's like so much. There's so much noise. noise. And also we've, we've literally like on Instagram, it's like we've demonized both sides completely. And we've also like over accepted like both sides completely. And we have like, honestly, I feel like so bad for most men because it's like given them this crazy amount of stress to be like, okay, well, no woman's ever going to love you unless you tick all these boxes and you have to do this, this, and this. And also like you can't be in a loving relationship unless X, Y, Z. Yeah, for sure. And there's, and there's all these like rules and these impositions. And like you said at the start, it's like, what do you, what do you actually want? And, um, you know, what do you value? What is value to you? And what do you, what do you value first and foremost, like in yourself? Yes. Right. There's, I, the whole, like, what do you bring to the table term from either side is like, 
so strange it's so strange to me <laughs> that we're like so worried about like what the, the fucking table um but also just knowing that like whatever it is that you're bringing to the table can be what you bring to the table and what I bring to the table can be completely different and one is not better or worse than the other yeah and it's just simply about finding you know if it is relationship that you are um, you know, looking for or desiring or, or wanting to be in, it's it's simply about finding someone who aligns with you. And, yeah. you know, like whether it's on a table or a freaking picnic on the floor, like <laughs> whatever it is. And just tuning out like so much of this stuff that is telling us like who we should be and who we should want. I honestly like could not agree more and I find like that is literally you scroll and it's all you see right now yeah and I feel like I I don't even like know how to like explain it because I'm like like you said like you can bring something like a completely different set of values and a completely different skill set and be extremely high value to a different man than I would be You know, and I feel like that is something that has gone warped. But I also feel like, like I said, so bad for so many men because even like Brett, he'll look at these and he'll be like, okay, so he's like, am I like literally only wanted like if I like provide and do this and do that and do this? I'm like, no, but I did grow up in a household where I like I was provided for like mind you by my parents company but my dad was the one that was do, like staying at the house doing the work when yeah. we got to go and do the fun things so like I do appreciate and I do value a man that is like working and able to you know help me feel the best and like most comfortable that I can be I'm not saying that you need to pay for all of my shit to be a high value man but I want you to be the one almost like making the power moves or like helping me like I like a man who can be like babe let's invest in this or like let's do this you know I still like to do it together I don't like when like a man like over dominates and absolutely everything I don't like that especially for me like I'm a very like fairly aggressive personality type as a female so like I get really like triggered by that and like pulled back that I think like they just want like ownership Mm -hmm. yeah protector provider energy is not dead no (laughs) it is not dead but um the feminist movement has tried to kill it (laughs) it has it it truly has (laughs) and again like you know that's something that you know people love to cancel you for talking about but um if you look into the background of the feminist movement, there is like, you know, as in the start of the feminist movement, which is something that most people have no idea about, mm-hmm. um, like the actual, you know, proponents and the actual ideologies behind the feminist movement, um, they are not in favor of anything that actually nurtures or nourishes the feminine, the masculine, or the union of the two. And so, you know, you just have to be you just have to be aware of the of the language and the conditioning and the programming that we particularly as women have around so many things you will you will find anti-men and anti-masculine masculinity rhetoric in almost everything that is women empowerment and that's unfortunate because it doesn't 
have to be that way. Mm-mm. Like we can celebrate womanhood and femininity and feminine energy, which I consider those two things to be quite different without bashing and and devaluating masculinity. Yeah. Um, and if you know anything about the cycle of narcissistic abuse, it starts with idealization and moves to devaluing and discarding. You will find that is pretty much the basis of the feminist movement mm. is this, you know, they presented it as one thing and then quickly there was a devaluation of of that thing. And yeah, it's just it's it's interesting to look at sort of the history of it. Now, I am not. I'm not saying that I'm against equality as in appreciating, of course, women in the same way that we appreciate men. But um, I think that when we're talking about this stuff, it's important to differentiate between equality and equity, right? Mm -hmm. Like if things are equitable, it means that you can bring something to the table and I can bring something to the table and they can be completely different and they don't actually have to be equal in order to be valuable. Yes. So it's like that's that's what we're that's what we're talking about when we're when we're talking about this this stuff which is yeah like you said it's so huge it's on it's on every platform and there's there's just so much to to I don't know rifle through I guess it is there's so much to rifle through and then one thing that my dad um would always say to me and he still always says to me is like like cancel cancel out the noise and just like hone in on what is true for you yeah because ever, like everyone is entitled to their human experience and everyone is entitled to their conversation and everyone is entitled to have an opinion. And we don't actually have to fight one another on it. Like at all, it's crazy. We're actually yeah. all on this earth at the same time to actually try and elevate everything to be better as yeah. one. But we can't do that because we all only think with like a comparison type brain, you totally. know, instead of like exception, exception and like, you know, everything that we need to do to be better. Um, but yeah, it's literally like the most talked about thing ever. And I feel like, like I said, I feel like the men are getting like super shit on right now. Yeah. For like, everything for that like you do as a man is wrong at right this now. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't get that. I, I, like men and I grew up men and I grew up like the swoon and I grew up in a household where like I I love my dad right I love my brother like I love all the men that worked for my parents company they all made me feel like safe and secure and like I was provided for Yeah. yeah and like I feel like that is such a healthy thing and I've been in really toxic relationships and I'm using toxic in its correct terminology here, um, where I have like paid for absolutely everything. They're just sitting at home playing video games. They don't want to try and provide at all. And then they also blame me for doing all of that for them. Right. And I'm like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do if you can't do any of it? Yeah. And then you don't also want me to do any of it at all because like that hurts your fucking ego. Yeah. If a man doesn't lead a relationship, a woman is going to. We're perfectly capable of it. Yeah. It's just that it will literally drain us of our life force energy. And then, you know, <laughs> everything goes downhill from there. Yeah. Right? But, uh, yes, like, you know, 
There's so many memes that will tell you this. A woman is capable of doing absolutely everything that a man can do and will do it all in high heels, whatever. But, like, do you fucking want to? No, I don't want to. Because I don't. I, I, I shan't be doing that. No, I <laughs> definitely, like, don't want to be doing, like, any of those things. Um, but I also do think, like, there's... Um, I saw this reel the other day, and it was, like, a guy who interviewed this girl like those random interviews you know and he was like what do you think of this statement your money is your money but his money is my money and like Brett was literally like he's like I he's like it's crazy that like women that like think that they don't need to provide anything but looks are supposed to get your money too you know what I mean and like obviously like we we grew up in an era where like gold diggers were like a big thing and I'm sure like it still is you know but like I don't even know where I'm where I'm trying to get at from this but it's like what do you think on like that term because I like obviously like I work for myself and I you know want to keep my own money but also like I'd have no problem helping pay a bill if I needed to and also like I want to make my money so we can invest together like I want to keep like moving forward and like growing in that for sure capacity I mean when it comes to the term gold diggers I would say that most men who are worried about gold diggers like don't have any gold um in my experience most of the men that are worried about that the the men that I have always surrounded myself with and dated um don't ever seem to be particularly worried about that that's not but they have also been men that um you know definitely that could have been an option but it, it just didn't seem like they were that worried about it so most of the men that I hear at least on the internet talking about are being so worried about that um I'm not really sure where that worry comes from exactly yeah personally um I actually have a totally different background than you. I did not grow up with healthy male figures in my life. Um, I actually grew up with the opposite of that. And so the work that I have done to come to this place where I love and honor men has been work. I have had to do it. I had to unpack the fact that I was inherently untrusting of men. And when there's lack of trust, there's a lack of respect. And I had to call my own self out on that. Right. And so... I've come to this place now and it's even been just unfolded in the last, I would say two years more than ever before. Um, because there's also a lot of noise about how we're not allowed to, or supposed to love men. So even though I had this pull to get there, it was like, is that okay Mm -hmm. if I do that? Um, but that's, you know, like you said, putting on the earmuffs and just tuning into like what I want. And I want to love men for who they are as their masculine selves not who I project to want them to be you know so in my own personal relationships which I have had just I have dated only a few men for very long term I have always worked I have always enjoyed working Mm -hmm. Because I have always been with very masculine men who are very much protector providers who were thrilled to support me to work doing something that I liked to do. Because if I was doing something that I liked to do, their lives were better because I was happy. Yeah, 100%. I've always been with men who paid for our 
lives in their entireties. Um, so very much the whole, my money was my money and their money was my money. However, I have also never been the type of woman who took advantage of or betrayed the trust of those men. I was always incredibly responsible with that completely unlimited access that I had to every bit of their resources. And I also acted as a, um, an inspiration, a, a muse, a guiding light for those men to to actually increase their wealth and increase their abundance in every aspect of their life. So, and that's just that's just me personally. And again, that doesn't have to be someone else's reality. No, exactly. Like at all, that is what I prefer in relationship. And so I will partner with a man who has the same ideologies, but I will never partner with a man who has a completely different ideology and try to foist that upon him. Oh yeah. That's where we that's where we run into into problems, right? Is when we're trying to foist um, you know, our opinions or our beliefs onto somebody else. So it's like you have to use your own discernment and have these conversations about like what a what a person wants, what a person needs, what a person's looking for and engage that, you know, with with these energies of the masculine, the feminine, the protector provider, the what whatever whatever terms you want to use for it. Yeah. I also think like it's I'm going to warrant this that there is no perfect person that is going to like tick all the boxes that Instagram and social media has made it seem that like, this is the perfect man. This is the perfect woman. There is no such thing. We are all human. And we, like I said, we've been sent down here to have a human experience, to feel every single emotion to our core. And we are not going to have like only highs or only lows. Yeah. We are going to have everything in between the whole range the whole range right yeah. so i don't think like being like i know like i have friends that are like i don't think i'm ever going to date blah 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 i'm like okay but have you tried and like even even like i'll speak on like my relationship like brett and i at like the probably like the 3 year mark he was like very much like pulling away and i was like well what's wrong and he's like well nothing's wrong i'm just like never had a relationship longer than this, right? you know? So it's like, yeah, it's scary. Right. And we're great, obviously. Um, (laughs) but it's one of those things where it's like, you, you just don't know. And like a relationship does take work. Mm -hmm. It does take work. Uh, That is the point of relationship. Like we've been fed this bullshit story from like Disney movies or whatever. And also, you know, this culture of dating apps and all these like online dating coaches that are like, if he doesn't do this, this and this, you know, ghost him. And if she doesn't show up as this, this and this, you know, move on to the next. Yeah. Um, These things have led us to this to this space where one, we think that when we find this proverbial perfect person we won't have to (laughs) do anything and everything will somehow fall into place and it will just be rainbows and butterflies or two that everyone is replaceable and I'll go back to that that a narcissist discard you know um ideation and then uh, devalue, discard. This is a narcissistic cycle and you will see this being perpetuated in most of the sort of like quote unquote relationship advice that you see um if you are bouncing after the first red flag, 
Of course, there are some red flags that are, you know, flaggier than others. But it's like if you are out in the world expecting, you know, another person to show up exactly how you want them without having to put in any effort. Like it's just it's you're living in Narnia, quite literally. (laughs) Like it's just not (laughs) going to happen. And this idea that somehow conjoining you and all of your amazing complexities with another person is not going to have challenges and like in fact the most confronting challenges that you will ever go through like I was listening to a podcast yesterday and the man um he was talking about how he'd done a lot of like spiritual work he'd done a lot of healing he'd gone um to like a monastery and he'd gone to like a vipassana which is like a silent um, meditation retreat and all this stuff all this stuff and he thought it was so hard and he was like then you get in relationship. Mm-hmm. That is where the true test of growth, healing, character, spirituality, like that is where that occurs. There is absolutely nothing more confronting than and like meshing together two different beings, especially when we're talking masculine and feminine beings, you know, and again, I think I mentioned the other one, like I know this sounds heteronormative. There's all sorts of other kinds of relationship. This is the kind of relationship I'm familiar with. So this is what I can speak on. Yeah. But when when you're trying to combine these two things, like how can you expect anything other than than there to be challenges? Like, of course, it's going to be moments of absolute bliss and joy and ease. Of course, of course. But like that's actually not where the that's not actually where like the most magic happens. Like the most magic is when you can, you know, be confronted with challenges and conflicts and and move through it. Yeah, there's literally nothing sexier than like a strong conversation yeah. and like just healthy communication yeah and like as much as like like I love being on my own and like yeah same like you and I are both like very like true to our core that way where we love being on our own but like I also like I don't think there's anything more healing that I've had for myself than being able to trust someone else with my life entirely yeah that's so beautiful right but there is so much there's so much narrative that says that you don't need anybody else. And I don't even find that this is just true about like, say relationships or partnership, but even just in like the healing space, it's like, we are communal creatures. Yes. Right. And this might be a little bit of a tangent, but I just, it's something that's been really relevant in my mind and in my relationship is the relationships that we have, like if we are talking heteronormative, man and woman, that relationship is going to give you and you're going to get from it completely different things than you will have as a woman with other women and a man mm-hmm. with other man. And mm-hmm. those things are so important to to cultivate men. It's so important for them to have healthy masculine relationships. And it's yes. so important for females to have healthy feminine relationships because otherwise the two come together and he wants what he gets from them from her and she wants what she actually is supposed to get from them from him Mm -hmm. and they actually can't be provided in the same way no like it's not even supposed to um your partner is not supposed to like you said tick every box or provide every single one of your needs for you no like that's what friends, family, community, your passion, your purpose, like 
those things all have to be there too. Yeah. Like that's why I'm like, I always tell people it's like align your values. What works, like what makes you happy? What is your value system? And then if you need like that person who's more creative or you need that person who's like more like rough around the edges or this or that, you can get that from your friendships. Yeah. There's particular conversations, particular ways of conversating. Um, Again, I was listening to a, a podcast. I'll, I'll shout it out because it's such a good pos- podcast. It's called um, Deeper, and it's by a woman named Sophie Josefina. And she talks masculine, feminine energetics and polarity, and it's just incredible. <laughs> so what she was talking about is that we, she was talking about rage and how women actually can't hold space for all of a man's anger or rage and simultaneously a man can't actually hold space for all of a woman's anger or rage it's too triggering for the other because each side holds this inherent core passed down belief that it's the other side's fault and you know sacred rage for both genders is so powerful and so beautiful um but what she was talking about is how men need to share their rage and i'm not talking about like rage in the heat of a moment or like small bits but like that rage like bubbles up from like your fucking core yeah men need to share that in spaces with men and women need to share that in spaces with women because that that's who actually has the space for it mm-hmm. right but when we don't create those spaces, then then we then we try to give it to one another. And in society, women are allowed to give their rage to men, and men are not allowed to give their rage to women. Now, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about domestic abuse. I'm, this is not. This is not what I'm speaking. On. I think even like we'll use the term like for rage, like work stress, or like this or that. You know, things that like we might not fully understand. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And I mean, this is one of the things that I teach and, and encourage people to do, particularly women is like scream, Mm. yell Mm. like that, that part of us that is so stifled, that's, that can be so incredibly healing. Um, but when we give that to a partner, it can create a lack of safety and that can be on both sides. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, we as women are allowed to yell at men and men are not allowed to yell at us, right? In our societal construct. Um, And so it's like, if we can create these spaces sort of outside of the relationship to, to have those outlets, it's like, then you can come together and, and have your rage on like a smaller scale and like a more like palatable way, you know, but we have, but we have to do that conscientiously. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's so, it's so like unique to hear someone else's perspective and also someone that's just like very real on the topic. Cause sometimes I feel like I'm just like talking into the abyss. (laughs) Thankfully, like I would say majority of my following and majority of my like friendships have like very similar values to what I value, you know, but it's also like, it's hard to tell people to like, just like quit listening to the shit on Instagram. Like it doesn't, does it inherently affect you? Like in a subconscious way? Yeah, it does. But then stop watching it. You know what I mean? Like I like (laughs) 
I don't think there's an I. There, it, my ideal man is completely different than yours. Yeah. Like I said, the ones that are projected on Instagram are apparently only rich. You know what? What is the list? Um, six feet, six pack, six, six figures, figures, six inches. Right. This yeah. is, and, and then the men will make the argument that every woman wants only two percent of the men. That is simply not true. Okay, the the men that I have always been attracted to or dated or or desired, most of the women that surrounded me had absolutely zero interest in those particular men. And likewise, you know, I, I have lots of females that are in beautiful, healthy relationships with amazing men who I would never date. Yeah. So that's not, it's simply not true. Like, we are just way too complex of beings for every single person to be attracted to only this small percentage of people. And I know, I know somebody's going to come on and say, well, there's that experiment with the dating apps where like, you know, all 46 women, only like two of the men, that's completely different because on a dating app, you are literally just simply looking at a photo so that it's not applicable in real life. Like there's nothing about dating apps and, and no hate if people use dating apps, but there's nothing about dating apps that is anything close to real life. Like it's just not. No, it's not. I would agree. Also, I'm going to give a shout out to the short king because I only like guys that are like under 5'11", so. Yeah, and see, for me, height has just never been that big of a... It's funny because I was actually just talking about this the other day, and I have dated very tall men. The man that I'm dating right now is very tall, Mm -hmm. but that's not a determining factor for me. Like, it's... it's, I like who I like because of their energy, because of who they are as a person. Yes, And, um... If you give me good vibes, I'm here for it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And if you ask most people, you know, what do you like in a partner? It's pretty rare that a physical attribute is going to be the first thing that they say. Yeah. And even when people say things like, you know, I like someone that can make me laugh. Our humor is so diverse that oh, even yeah. that isn't going to be the same. No. Like, but it's crazy that, like, uh, like for instance, like, all the interviews and stuff like that, like, that are going on right now almost, like, make it out to be. They they have created these videos to be that women are only also, like, out to get men, like, for their money, I yeah, feel like. for sure. Even though if I were to ask, like, a random girl up on the street, I'd be like, what's your favorite thing about a man? Or, like, what What do you value in a man? I almost guarantee that 99% of them would not be, like, six figures is the priority for totally, me. Totally. Totally. I, I, w- I think it would be incredibly rare. Um, that being said, I also think that we don't have to lose sight of the fact that a broke man is a miserable man. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you will feel that. Oh. Not that I have literally ever experienced this myself because it has simply never even come into my vortex. Like, I have just never been even available for that kind of energy. But I have witnessed it. I've been in it, and it's it's one of the most awful things. Or a man with, like, scarcity mindset. Yeah. It's going to become abusive. Yes. Yeah. Especially, yeah. like, financially and especially because, like, I, I do come from a... a privileged life like I and I can provide for myself Mm -hmm. and it becomes yeah like they're like well if you can provide for yourself you're for sure cheating then you know and this and that it just becomes like a completely different like very unhealthy conversation yeah and you know what the actual statistic is is that women who okay I might get I might get this number wrong I'm just not a numbers person but um (laughs) women who make more financially than their men are something like 90% more likely to get cheated on 
because oh, yeah. it wounds the man's it ego wounds, yeah, so it's, much. It's super, yeah. super huge insecurity. Yeah. yeah I so, believe that. We're crushing egos over here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> crushing the ego. Oh, crushing the ego. Death to the ego on, <laughs> on both sides. Yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> when we're talking masculine feminine energy, it's, it's just about, you know, coming into a place where we can see, you know, we use that word value, which is going to be so subjective and different for everyone. But um, in knowing what it is that actually makes you feel the most full and the most expressed mm. and predominantly but obviously not exclusively most feminine core beings most people who identify as having a feminine core um are going to feel the most fully expressed and the most free when they are in a creative flowing receptive nurturing state and most people who have a predominantly masculine core are going to feel the most free and the most fulfilled when they are in a giving, linear, logical space. And so there's going to be a thousand different nuances in both of those things, right? Some people nurture or some women nurture by cooking and cleaning, mm-hmm. but there are a thousand other ways that you can nurture if you're not into cooking and cleaning, mm-hmm. right? Some men, you know, provide by being the breadwinner in the family, but there are a thousand other ways that you can hold provider energy without being the higher income in the household Mm -hmm. so it's just about it's about that but we have to drop the gloves and realize that one is not better than the other the two energies are are just like this beautiful flow and dance together and that's I think where we get lost right we we're kind of on the swing now of demonizing masculine energy yeah and that's really sad it's, it is. It's really sad. It is for especially for like a woman like myself or a woman like you. Like, I need masculine energy to like rein myself in, or else I'm very like predominantly masculine. Right. You yeah. know, and like I don't want to be that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I genuinely don't want to be the man in a relationship or like have that more like aggressiveness Mm -hmm. in a way or I just I just don't want to and I feel like in today's society it's like wrong to want as a woman it's like wrong to want a provider yeah it's or like and I'm not even saying like I don't need a financial provider but I want to feel like the man that I'm with has that like has that energy you know what I mean like just like just like you said there's so many different variations of being like a provider whether it just be like the way that they hug you makes you feel safe you know what I mean like that's that's it that can be provider energy right there absolutely and I think so many people have skewed it to be like oh women only want providers and they only want like top tier um financial men and this and that like no I just I want to feel safe and loved and like you said like accepted for everything that I am and that's gonna make me feel like I'm provided for and I can be the best woman that I can be yeah absolutely and like 
that should be what it's all about. We should be trying to be the best versions of ourselves and um, trying to cultivate that, you know, in ourselves and then in relationship too. But it will involve, you know, determining who you actually are in and of yourself without all of the noise and we mentioned this we were talking about this earlier like in the car and we were talking about uh, you know women and how there there's like this some some women end up feeling like they have to have children Mm. right they have to have babies and that somehow that is you know foisted upon them and then simultaneously i also think that because of this kind of like hustle grind culture that's been perpetuated in this whole like you know boss babe movement there's also women that feel that somehow if that is just at their core what they want to do that somehow that is not enough and i'm just saying that like neither of these things like none of this is law no like this is this is not scripture this is and a unique experience for every single person so it's just like what makes you feel the most free and the most fulfilled and you get to make that choice for you and you get to partner up with if you so choose with a person who who's like you said values align with yours yeah like I like I said before and I'll probably say in every single podcast episode like your human experience is so unique to you and like I think that's the coolest part about being on this earth and our souls being like intermingled with one is to actually figure out what you like yeah yeah like like that's 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 literally the journey of life is figuring out what you like and if that happens to be like building eight businesses and doing this and doing that that's amazing and if that is having babies and you know owning a dog grooming place or whatever, like amazing. Mm -hmm. Everyone is allowed to choose what they want to choose. Yeah, totally. And we don't get to shit on anyone else for having a different opinion or different experience in us. Yeah, for sure. And there's, there's just, and I mean, some of what goes on on social media is just like a grab. Yeah, exactly. And and 90% of it is clickbait just so everyone is aware. Yeah. (laughs) And people will say, and I, I have done it and will continue to do it. I will say really inflammatory things because that is what strikes up conversation. Yeah. hundred percent. It's like that, that, that doesn't actually have to be true for you. No, the podcast is literally called toxic confidence because that's like a clickbait word yeah. to begin with. Yeah. It has nothing to do with, I want people to be like, actually I do. I would love people to have like this crazy exuded level of confidence that yeah. just makes them feel alive. But like, it's not toxic to do that. Yeah. You know? It's not like, it, toxic it's not. to love being yourself. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Despite, despite what we might get, despite what we might get told. Yeah. Literally, despite, despite social media and everything in its entirety, 90% of it is clickbait. And again, you are allowed to be who you choose to be. Yeah. Yeah. And you're allowed to like, this is your permission slip as a woman. You're allowed to like men. Men, this is your permission slip. (laughs) You're allowed to like women for them being different than you. Yeah. It's like, 
Literally. Yeah. That, that, is, that is the beauty of, like, a society as a whole, is that we are different from one another. If we were all the same, we would just be one be big, so massive, boring. interesting thing. We'd yeah. be like, you know that movie where, like, everyone's in their little pod and they're on a spaceship and they're all just, like, these little blob people, pretty much? Oh, I yeah. can't remember what it's called. That? But that's what it would be yeah. if we were all the same and liked everything the same. Yeah. And we are not that. No. Not in any way, shape, or form. Especially, especially... As men and women. Yeah. My mom gave me the book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, when I was in high school. And that book has actually, I don't know if you know this, but it's been canceled, right? Because, you know, we're all the same now, apparently. I love that book. It's a great book. It's so good. But yeah. the concept was just like, right? I was a teenager, had a boyfriend, and like... That it, we were entirely different. Yes. Yeah. We are entirely yes. different. Yes. Like, you're literally <laughs> from different planets. And, you know, this touches on what we talked about in the episode about the female cycle is, like, we literally have different hormones coursing through our veins and our tissues. You betcha. So, on a cellular level, we're different. We're different right? So, it's like, and to me, that's just so beautiful and amazing. Like, yeah, that's the fun of it. Exactly. Takeaways from this podcast are literally that you have the choice and you don't have to listen to Instagram to decide what is your ideal man or what is a high value man, because your values are what's going to decide what is a high value man. And men, I'm so sorry that like we keep shitting on you, (laughs) like for God knows what reason, because like. Yeah, it, and it's a really hard it's a really harsh cycle because you know, in the past, like in our generation, men have been blamed for pretty much everything. Now, do not get me wrong. <laughs> there has been lots that has been done wrong. There has been lots of damage inflicted upon women. Like I'm I'm not minimizing that in any way shape or form. Mm-hmm. But when we create this narrative that men are bad, men are wrong, um that men should be more like women, then we create this place where, so men, I believe, now have like a core wound that they are bad. Yes. And that's yes. ingrained from the time that they're really, really, really small. They're bad and they're not allowed to, they're also not allowed to express themselves like in any way, anyway. shape or form. No. no. And, and less, yeah, because that's the thing is like we, we shame them for expressing themselves like in a really masculine way, which is often going to come off as anger right Uh, yeah for sure but we also will shame them if they you know express their emotions in a too feminine way so it's like you're damned if you do damned if you don't yeah and you've got this core wound that like you are somehow bad or wrong and so then what happens is then in relationship when a woman expresses something which that's what women are built to do we are the more we are the more expressive gender we are going to express things and So then if we say anything to a man that can be perceived or felt by him as negative, they will immediately feel it as like an attack on their character. Yes. And then that just perpetuates the cycle because then they're going to react from a place where they're feeling attacked. And then the woman is like, why are you, why are you so sensitive to this right now? Because... She didn't mean it to be an attack. And then we just got this like little loop-de-loop. So as women, we have to recognize the fact that that men do tend to have this kind of like core wound or core belief that they are wrong. And we have to make sure that in those moments of 
going to use the word criticism, right? In those moments when we're calling a man forward to step into who he is in, in a in a more exalted version of himself, when we are encouraging that through, say, criticism or through an ask, that we make sure that they know that we love them just yes. as they are and we can still ask something of them. And then men simultaneously need to know that when a woman is asking something from you, when she is critiquing or criticizing you, she is not, hopefully, hopefully, you know, in, in situations of, in like healthy communication and, and healthy relational dynamic, she is not attacking you as a person. She quite mm-hmm. literally, you know, women, a, a, a woman will call you forward into the absolute best version of a man that you can possibly be if you if you let her yes like that we're we we really are like crazy intuitive freaking oracles you know that doesn't mean we're always right no we're not always right but we're also <laughs> like don't tell not anyone. trying like, to shit on you like, cut that part out of the podcast but <laughs> we're not always right that's the tagline we're that's, that's the, the tagline thing. women the are thing. not always right <laughs> <laughs> So good. So good. (laughs) We're going to end it with that because that was just great. (laughs) Thank you, Amy, for joining me again. I'm sure you will be back on here. Um, And if any of you want to ask us questions or have topics that you would like discussed on the podcast, please feel free to shoot um, the podcast a message on Instagram at Toxic Confidence and just let it out there or if you want to send like an anonymous like email or something like go for it we're here to like just kind of make you feel more confident in your like life just like in general you know what I mean and I hope this episode really helped you navigate that like you do not have to follow like the trends on Instagram you are entirely right and whole and accepted for wanting something that you choose to be your value system and it does not have to be something else and the men that are seeing all these like episodes and stuff like or not the episodes all the stuff on instagram not every woman is like those women that they are interviewing like oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) yep there's such a there's such a beautiful variety of people out there There really is. There really is. Yeah.